are ya? Good morning. It is Monday morning, June the 26th. I'm first warning meteorologist Eric Burris. This is Coffee Talk, where we get together seven days a week to chat about what's going on in the world of weather. We are tracking a lovely start to the day across Central Florida. Here's a live look outside, as a matter of fact. Uh, and there you go. A beautiful shot. Beautiful shot of our um, oh Lake Dora area. Not bad at all. It really is not a bad start. Um, if you're waking up this morning trying to make plans on what to do today, you're in luck. We've got a whole lot of sunshine in the forecast. The problem is a whole lot of sunshine also means we've got lowered shower and thunderstorm activity. We saw it yesterday. We're going to see the exact same thing looking ahead to today. Let's take a live look outside on our first warning Doppler radar. Not much here. Not much here at all. It is a quiet start. Temperatures out the door in the mid-70s around town. We're sitting at 77 degrees in Leesburg. It's 75 in Orlando, 75 degrees in Kissimmee, and 76 in Titusville. So where do we go today, my friends? We are headed to 85 degrees by 11 o'clock, 91 degrees by 1 o'clock, 94 degrees this afternoon. It is going to be hot. You're gonna if you follow me on Twitter, um, and and even if you don't have you know if, even if you don't have a Twitter, you can still get my data. I'll show you how to do that in a little bit. And and I always do this during tropical season. But um, oh, it helped if I opened it up. It, it's gonna be a day where I'm gonna be tweeting about the temperatures and complaining a bit. So <clears throat> just be ready for that. But I'll try to throw in some comedy in the mix, at least. Um, yeah, it, it, no matter where you are, is going to be hot. Here's a look around Central Florida, okay? Um, 94 in Orlando, 95 in Sanford. I don't know why Bithlow says 84. That really should say 94, I would think. So, interesting. I, I think that's just a typo that... Perhaps Kellyanne hasn't caught all morning. Let me text her real fast. Also, you have 84 for Bithlow's high temp today. Let me re while I while I tease her, I'm going to restart the application just to make sure it's not on my end. And then maybe if it's on my end, it is what it is. But today's going to be a hot day. Um, and and while that's doing that thing, let me just tell you, today's just the start of what is going to be a very hot week. Uh, <clears throat> temperatures this year have made it warm enough. Like right, we've made it to 96 in the Orlando metro area. Um, and and the reality is. Bithlow. All right. It looks like it was a typo. Well, she said it was, it was fixed. Eh, anyway, um, so 94 is, is the thing. I'm just teasing her more than anything. Um, but you get the idea. It's going to be hot. So we've already had big heat this year. Um, we've made it to 96 in Orlando. The interesting thing, though, is that... 96 should not hold. I think this week is going to be even hotter in Central Florida. I think we'll make it to 97 degrees 
on the ADI map. Hold on. I got to grab a screenshot because I don't think she's seeing what I'm talking about. That. Let me text the image to Kellyanne. Apologies, friends. Just trying to help a fellow meteorologist. There. All right. So, anyway, um, this week is probably going to end up being the hottest week we have seen yet this year. 97 degrees will be our high temperature for the week. Um, it is going to be toasty hot. Just just downright hot. Not necessarily talking about records, right? But all in all, when we look at the week ahead, heat index values are going to be getting into the well into the triple digits. So, we've just got to slow it down. And I know that this is summer. Summer's always hot. This is just going to be a little above. Okay? So just just keep that in mind. Dangerous heat building across Central Florida. So let's real quick, let's just look at the seven-day forecast and then we can build out from there. We can look at computer models. There's plenty to talk about tropically. I want to make sure we discuss that as well. But uh, for now, here's a look. Okay? All right? 95, 96, 97. Yeah, and, and that's the forecast high temperatures, right? If we look at the computer model guidance, and, and I always love to show this. I don't know any other met that does, and maybe other mets can make fun of me for it, and that's fine. I really don't care. It's just fun to look and see how hot the GFS wants to go, right? Um, fully unbridled. It's talking Wednesday about triple digits. Now, we always say... It's really hard to get triple digits in Orlando, so don't think, don't think that that's going to happen. Um, but it's going to be a hot one. All right. So just, just keep that in mind. Yeah, a really, really hot stretch of weather for Central Florida. Again, we're not, we're not going that high. Kellyanne said, "Oops." Let's see if she has fixed it. It's, it's a game at this point. We'll watch when she, when she fit. There it is. What I think is hilarious is that she's made it two and a half hours, three, wait, three and a half hours in her morning shift and didn't realize it. That's how you could tell it's a case of the Mondays for her as well. Oh, man. So hot temps today, hot temps the next couple of days. GFS wants to go even hotter. In terms of rainfall, okay, not much. Here's a look at our future cast model. 8, 9, 10, 11. Not much to see. Into the afternoon, bubbling up a little bit of rain. Maybe a shower or two, some clouds. What a difference a day makes, right? The forecast last week was just flat out stormy and gross. Could not be any further from that this week, right? I mean, a very, very different forecast. Kind of remarkable how... Um, I'm not going to say things change on a dime, but it is kind of remarkable how things do change. So that's kind of where we're at. A nice big change. So seven-day forecast, and then we're going to spend some time in the tropics. Seven-day forecast showing a fairly low coverage of rainfall, right? Like we've got 20 today, 10% tomorrow. Wednesday does look to have an uptick in moisture just a little bit. And then going drier again late week before kind of into the weekend, we'll start to get back to a normals pattern. Yeah. Um, Taylor says blank happens, but of course you'll get the people, the weatherman lied to us. I get that all the time. And it's like, like they'll even take my forecast from a day or two earlier and then be like, this is what your competition said. And it's like, 
you're talking about completely different data sets. But okay, cool. By the way, we look at those temperatures on the seven-day forecast. The Climate Prediction Center taking us beyond a seven-day forecast, looking into July, showing, big surprise, that temperatures around Florida should actually be running above average. Yeah. So, when we talk about the pool forecast, Chris, this is for you. It says tomorrow. Let me fix it to today. Stand by. Oh, wait. That's the wrong pool forecast. That's because that's the... That's the evening pool forecast. Hold on. Oh my gosh. Burris, what is wrong with you today? Hi guys. You're tuning into a guy who's barely barely hanging on. I just clicked the wrong one. Okay, hi. Here's today's pool forecast. Great. That's all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm trying to say. Great. That's where I'll end up today. An isolated shower. 94. It's going to be a hot day, people. It's hot. Now you're just being mean knowing I'm not allowed to swim. It's not that I'm being mean. It's just that I'm trying to encourage those that can. You know, that's all. That's all it is. Oh, man. That's all. Hope says we need rain. That we need. Listen, we we need... Well, I will say we need a balance, right? Like last week was just gross. We don't need that. We don't need the blistering hot temperatures, okay? Um, What we need is kind of to settle in, but that's not where we're at. For us this week, the pattern just goes straight up to hot, right? Uh, UV index, by the way, is at an 11. Because of all this sunshine, you got 10 minutes to burn, seriously. So try um, try to stay somewhat covered up. Whenever I go out, um, it's, it, you know, if I go out uh, to Disney or to whatever the theme park or whatever, I've got my big hat. I look like a fool, but I've got my big hat. Um, I've got, I've got all kinds of like long sleeves. I'm trying to be all kinds of um, dialed up so that I don't burn, right? Which when we talk about burning, we have to remember our little four-legged friends, that sweet little face there. I always think of Stella. Turns hot quick. So if you're going to go for an extended walk with the pup, okay, do it early. Um, and also remember, um, if you are in a situation, and, and I always say this, if you're in a situation, do you have kids? If you've got children or if you've got pets and you're traveling, remember the car, remember the back seat. I feel like this goes without saying, but with triple-digit type heat index values, kind of where we're headed, um, these temperatures climb quickly, which means it doesn't take long until the car inside runs 114 degrees. It doesn't take long until the car inside gets to 130 degrees. So please, my God, please, 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 always Always, always double check that back seat. I'm begging you. I'm begging you to do it. Just double check that back seat. Please. We don't need any more of these hot car deaths. I know we're going to get them, but my God, we just we just don't need them. 
I'm begging you guys and gals, please. Um, so really hot seven-day forecast. Um, if you're heading out to the attractions, really, really hot. We look at the heat index values the next couple of days, and we're well into the triple digits. Um, as a matter of fact, let's just kind of break some of this down, all right? So this is Daytona Beach, for example, for today. Heading out to Daytona Beach, the heat index values stay below the triple digits. If you're heading out to Leesburg today, we're crossing into triple digits. If you're heading out to Orlando today, feels like temperatures are gonna be getting close to, um, but we're going to be in that caution range. If you're heading out in Ocala today, we're into that extreme caution range. Palm Coast, more humidity by the beach. It's going to be nearly 100. If you're heading out in Sanford today, it's going to be around 100. So yeah, um, no matter where you are, serious heat uh, is in the forecast for us today. Not much rain chance either, right? All right, so that's where we're at locally. Any questions, comments, concerns before we move on? Um... If it's the feels like, that's the temperature stop with these lies. Ah, there's always one, Brett. Stop with these lies. So let me get a little sciency with you, Brett. First off, I'm not a liar. Okay, this is what's called science. So let's discuss science a little bit. The air temperature is a reading collected in the shade. It is independent of any external values. I don't care about your propaganda. Brad, I'm just going to give you a lesson before I block you, okay? Air temperatures are shaded temperatures, okay? So that's the first step. So then, what is the feels-like temperature? How does that get calculated in? The feels-like temperature is a math equation that works into temperature and humidity, and it gives you the way it feels. So, lower humidity does not feel as bad as higher humidity. All right? Any other questions before you get blocked? No? All right. Bye. Thanks for hanging out, Brett. I just, ignorance. Oh, I had to, but I had to give the lesson. I had to, you know, he was still here. I had to give the, I just, it drives me crazy. Like, why do people go crazy on heat index? Every time we talk about heat index, I'm like, there's always one person that's like talking about propaganda. What the hell do I have to benefit from propaganda? I literally don't understand it. Propaganda. Yeah, don't forget to download the podcast, Brett. <laughs> All right, so I just laugh. It's like so comical. I'm just a dad trying to work a full-time job. Propaganda. I just laugh at it. All right, any other questions um, before we move on to the tropics? <sighs> questions? Comments? It's going to be hot, okay? Um, so drink, stay hydrated, non-alcoholic beverages, Okay, so when I say the bay of what? Non-alcoholic this week because you're going to dehydrate otherwise, okay? Okay, I'm going to say the bay of, but I want Gatorade, Pedialyte, I want those things, okay? All right, 
Uh, John's asking, this is a good question, why is it difficult for Orlando to get to 100? Because if we, I don't know that the data is going to be there. I'll try. Yesterday was such a great day to explain this. Uh, let me go. I don't know that it's going to do this, but I'll try. Darn, it goes out at like six hours. Okay, essentially we get the sea breeze rolling in and because we're in a peninsula, we've got the sea breezes coming in from both sides. So no matter what the direction of the winds are, you're always pretty much during the summer going to get the sea breeze, which is going to kick in some cooler breeze. So it's harder to get the temperature up that high. It can happen, but it's harder to do it. So that's why even though the GFS is like, we're going to get to 100 degrees, it isn't, it isn't as likely because um, of that sea breeze. Now, I will add that in the month of June, the hottest temperature we have ever gotten was 101. So it has happened back in 1927, but it's hard to do. Yeah. And it's hard to do. So that's the answer. Uh, Shannon just signed in wondering what I missed. Oh, you, just a troll. But I had to educate the troll. You know, <laughs> no one does that propaganda complaining about wind chill up north. It's just like, I, I just laugh. I just laugh. If it's going to feel like 100, it's 100. Not really. Didn't we Google at one point, y'all? Let me see if I can pull this up. Didn't we Google the... Didn't we Google the um, math equation for the heat index? Heat index math equation. Didn't we do this already? Like, here's the math equation for it, right? Yeah, this is the math equation. For those that are curious, this is the heat. It's called the heat index math equation. For those, for those that are interested, I'll, I'll make it really big. Yeah. So that's the heat index math equation. So for those that talk about the propaganda, it's not propaganda at all. Okay. All right, let's talk a little bit about the tropics. Um, happy to say, not really much happening out there. Um, we've got the remnants of Cindy. Yeah, Cindy is no more. Thing died out last night at 11 o'clock. Just sheared, sheared, sheared. Not, not anything happening with it. Just continuing to fade, continuing to fade. But what's interesting is it may not be fading for the entirety of, of the future, right? We may... We may see Cindy again. Yeah. So, um, forecast models then for Cindy. Let's chat a little bit about this, okay? Cindy, of course, as you know, is done. The models, though, take it to the north and bring its energy up toward the Canadian Maritimes, okay? Um, what's interesting is the intensity models on it. fade but then you can kind of see there thursday friday saturday some of the models are like oh we may get back so don't be surprised don't be surprised if that's a thing essentially um and the hurricane center actually put out their um their tropical weather outlook 
And in highlighting this on their tropical weather outlook, let me just read to you exactly what they wrote, okay? Um, the remnants of Cindy producing disorganized shower and thunderstorm activity more than 500 miles to the south-southwest of Bermuda. While strong upper-level winds are expected to prevent redevelopment of this system over the next day or two, environmental conditions could then become a little more favorable for some gradual redevelopment during the latter part of this week. This system could move generally northwest. So, 0% chance of development over the next two days' time, but a 30% chance of development over the next seven days' time. So, it's possible that Cindy tries to redevelop and tries to become another something. Tina says, I'm thinking Brett was on the West page because he would have gotten eaten alive on my page. Wherever he is, he got he got blocked. If, if it's from the West page, then that's, that's a shame. He's going to miss out on all the great coverage that West does. But that's okay. He controls somebody else. That's okay. That's okay. Remember, if there was no trolls, there would be no internet because apparently it's an essential part of it. Gina says, my Delta flight to Atlanta at noon just got canceled, supposedly due to weather. Uh, I mean, it's sunny here. Now, remember, though, when we look at flying, um, it's it's more than just the weather locally. Like, where is that flight coming from? Where is that flight going after? You know, those sorts of things. There's the U.S. map. Looks pretty okay now, unless it's coming, like, through O'Hare-ish. Could also just, look, they could also throw the blame game. But interestingly enough, like, there's a decent number of cancellations and delays right now. More than I would have expected on a literal sunny, gorgeous morning. Like, this is what it looks like outside right now? I haven't seen any um, FAA-ish. Yeah, there's no delay programs heading into Orlando International Airport. But there are certainly some delays. Janet, even though the water temps are cooler, even though they're cooler, they could still be warm enough to sustain tropical activity. And if there's no wind shear, wind shear is what does the body bad when it comes to tropical systems, right? So it's worth mentioning. Becca, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry. Keeping you uh, and your family in our in our thoughts. That radar shows more rain coming off that front just north. Is that possible? Look, anything's possible. Anything's possible. Oh, you mean that rain moving toward us? No, it's heading face first into high pressure. That's going to eventually just blast out. It wants to, though, right? Yeah, that there in the Gulf. You can see, I mean, it's there, but it's kind of moving more due south than anything. So, unfortunately, yeah, we're looking pretty looking pretty dry. Ted says, my 10-year-old Mr. Coffee passed this morning. Oh, my God. That is also something we should... Oh, I'm sorry. Raising my cup to you. We, we're using a five-year-old uh, classic coffee maker, and Jeannie was like... The other day, she we were we were we were in the kitchen cleaning, and Jeannie picked it up and looked at it. And it's like gross look looking inside. She's like, "Do you clean this thing?" And I said, "Yeah." And she's like, looking at me. It's like black in there. And I was like, "It's five years old. It's more than five years old." Like, Eric is five years old. We got it when he was born. When we were in West Palm, we got it. So I'm like, we've been having espresso every day for more than five years from this thing. And um, 
<laughs> She's like, ugh. And then my immediate reaction is I'm just like, if that's the way the coffee thing looks after five years of constant use, what do my insides look like? You know, like as I'm sitting here, what are my insides? As I still sip more coffee. Rose, did you see the weather Royal Caribbean experienced on June 16th? They were in port, yeah. I mean, it was a storm that was moving in. I think that's the ship that we're going on in a couple of weeks, too. We're going to take a week... Uh, we're going to take a week cruise. I am so excited to end the summer. Which, which I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm I think I'm going to end up buying the internet package, which means if I buy the internet package, I think that means I'll be able to update y'all. But... I don't know that I'll have like the bandwidth to do coffee talk. But that may not be a bad thing. Like maybe it's an opportunity for me to like push away from everything for a couple of days and try and get to a nice a nice reset. Okay. So, that said, the tropics other than the remnants of Cindy are looking nice and quiet, right? Perfect. What about what about the rest of everything? Shall we look and see what the rest of the tropics are looking like? Here's the raw GFS. And if you're new to Coffee Talk, we like to do the deep dives. We like to see um, everything that's happening. So right off the bat, um, just looking at this, what we're looking at, top left corner of your screen will illustrate it. GFS 0.25, so a quarter degree. GFS, this is the American model, initialized 6E. So it's the most recent run, the 6E run. <laughs> Mean sea level pressure, MSLP normalized anomaly. So think of this as looking at pressure, but over-exaggerating areas of high pressure and over-exaggerating areas of low pressure. So familiarize yourself. Left side, that's the United States. Then you've got the Caribbean. You've got South America there, the open Atlantic in the middle. Um, the orange there in the middle, that's, um, that's high pressure. And that dot... Bottom left of the Bermuda High, that's the remnants of Cindy. Yeah. Take the vacation and enjoy it. We will be here when you get back. Thank you, Shannon. Ari says, I got reprimanded once at work for cleaning out the work coffee pot to each his or her own. There are people I know that are like, we don't clean it because we want the oils developing and all this. And I'm just like, bacteria. <laughs> I mean, at least let me try to clean it a little bit. You know, that's all. Uh, Yvonne, thank you, my dear. Thank you. Listen, I try to do like, you know, I try to make sure to get the important stuff. And then like, you know, we get the train goes off the tracks as we get a little, you know, a little off on the backside. Uh, Donna, I had bariatric sleeve surgery coming up on my three-year anniversary and lost well over 135 I never liked coffee before the surgery, and now I can't seem to get it up. I've been drinking it every single day for the past two and a half years and enjoy it. Iced coffee, that is. No, I agree. Uh, I can imagine what I'm doing to my insides. Listen, Donna, you're like me, though. We both had bariatric surgery. Um, I couldn't do iced coffee before the surgery. Now I love it. Um, I will also tell you, I will also tell you, you saved your life. So, you know, the way I look at it, if I'm dark, listen, I'm not a smoker. I'm not a drinker. Um, even though th people think I do drugs, I don't do drugs. So if my vice is coffee, okay. 
Saddle up, partner, you know? I've never smoked. I've never done drugs. I only ever had a little bit of alcohol. So, like, you know, I don't even drink soda. Like, if coffee's the worst, it's just dirty water. Bum, bum, bum. Boston is my home. Okay, anyway. All right, moving on. All right, back to the tropics, shall we? You owe it to your wife to leave work alone. Uh, I probably do. I probably do. Jennifer says I was in the wrong chat. Oh, man. Karen, you drugs. People have accused... Listen, people have accused me of it. 100%. Because of my energy. And I'm like, that's your best reason? That's your best... Anyway, on to the models. So there's Cindy kind of fading. But you see right there near Bermuda, you see how it kind of like Cindy fades out here. That's Wednesday... That's Tuesday night into Wednesday. And then right there near Bermuda... Another little area of low pressure moves north and lifts up north toward like the Canadian Maritimes. What's interesting here is I looked at it a bit and every single, and totally missed this before, but if you look 50 days, 50 days, 50 days, 50 days, there are storm systems that hit Nova Scotia and Newfoundland every single time. That shows up in the LRC. I, I missed it because I'm not looking up there, but when I went to case study it, they get hit every time, which just like blows my mind. Blows my mind. Here, hold on. Let me... Um, because we do the deep dive, you know? Well, anyway... I, it's already 8.31, so I'm, but there's that. So anyway, there's that. Another little something uh, out in the uh, Atlantic. But look at the Gulf. What, what are you doing over there? Oh, wait a minute. It's just the GFS wanting to GFS again. Where are we at? We're 216 hours out. Another GFS example of wanting to throw a CAG and bring it up. I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all, but there's that. All right, back to the basin. All right, July 6th. Little storm system kind of hanging out around the Carolinas. I would bring to your attention, though, that that storm around the Carolinas absolutely fits our long-range forecast. Okay? Um, what is that? That's the 10th, right? So anywhere between, like, the 6th and the 10th, like, there's an area of low pressure there. There's, you know, another little area of low pressure there. So in that time frame, that entire time frame, our long-range cycling shows watching the Carolina coast. So that week, that first week of July into the second week, we have to watch the Carolina coast. And at least we're kind of starting to see some hints of that um, on the GFS. So there's that. On to the European. Um, there's Cindy weakening. And then that's as far out as the current run goes. There's the remnants of Cindy there moving up toward Newfoundland and Nova Scotia doing its thing, something else in like the central Atlantic as well. Uh, and then if I look over to the control Euro ensemble just to go further out, notice we're 200, we're 200 hours out and the Euro does not have anything in the Gulf of Mexico like the GFS. So that's another one of those GFS CAG overdues. Ignore it. Um, and then we look to like July 7th. And you'd see around July 7th, there is a storm system around the Carolinas, whether or not it's tropical or not, but it's there. And a couple of waves perhaps coming off of Africa there around the 10th of uh, July, which, which you know, 
Makes sense. I will tell you this. I will tell you this much. As of right now, we're getting into a bit of a quieter stretch in the tropics, but uh, come July, that's where the calendar starts filling up again with stuff to track. So keep that in mind. Laura, where did I I got it off of Etsy. I got it. I got that bluey shirt off of Etsy. Yeah. All right. Any other questions, comments, concerns, anything? So I'm in for Manolfi today, which means three. One, two, three. Ah, ah, ah. Um, Facebook Lives. We got the morning coffee talk, which we're just about done with. We've got the um, afternoon coffee talk at 3.30. We've got the evening coffee talk at 9. And you can call the evening one whatever you want. You want to call it wine talk, bourbon talk, pillow talk, whatever you want to call it. It's That's on you. But we'll do this again at 9 o'clock uh, chatting. Um, and there you go, 96, 97 this week. So it's going to be hot as snot. couple of showers here or there, just not too, too much. All right? Sound good? Sound good to everybody? All right, listen. Be the sunshine in someone else's day. Thank you so much. When does I think Tony's back tomorrow. Dude had the trip of his life. And if I'm honest with you, as a parent, as a parent, I get it. Daughter's already graduated college. Son's going into college. So Manolfi's at that phase where how many more of these family vacations are they going to get? So like do the things, right? Do the things. I I 100% support him. Plus, he looked at the uh, long-range cycling forecast before he did this. He looked at our West 2 hurricane season forecast before he did it, before he p- picked his days. Worked out, didn't it? Love it. All right, I will see you guys at 3.30 on the social media channels. Thank you so much for hanging out. Bye, y'all. See ya.